Here we go. Welcome to another edition of the Hate to See It podcast. This week three NFL preview preview show. Um, tonight, uh, the boys were busy. Evans on vacation. Actually, he's in he's in Dallas, Texas now, looking for the future Jets quarterback. He is going to from high school to high school, just in case Zach and his four picks does not work out. He has the backup plan. Uh, Ryan got tied up at work, and Chewy is so close to finding the cure for uh, the Jets-itis that he has over at Wake Forest. You're working on his uh, physician's assistant degree. So it's just I brought in, I asked my, my our friend of the show, Nick Pinnell, to join us tonight. Nick, how you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Glad to uh, help a friend in need. Hey, I was going to go solo tonight. I was going to pull the Mike Francesa. Uh, yeah. Ryan was pissed. I was ready. And his Zoom, this guy's Zoom wasn't opening up. His computer is two years old, but it's ancient. So I thought I was going to have to do it. Got a lot of miles on it. A lot of miles, a lot of uses, busy guy over there. Um, So I want to open up real quick here with the Yankees. All right. You're going down the home stretch the last nine games. You know, you you really dug yourself a hole. You won your 13 in a row. This this team is losing a game the rest of the way. We're hosting a home playoff game. There's no way that we're going to. All right. All of a sudden, it's out of the playoffs. The inconsistency or how a team can be so hot and then completely melt. And then the issue is, then you then drop series to the likes of, of the of the Orioles. Uh, you aren't, you know, you haven't swept teams all year. And last night, you were looking at literally the epitome of the Yankee season. And the first inning, or the first couple of innings, you have a ground ball to Luke Voigt at first. He boots it. Boom, run scored. Another run here. Now they're down three nothing. I go, here we go. We're not making the playoffs now. So to me, last night was a huge turnaround from the sense of. You came back, you blew the doors off the, off the Rangers. Um, but my issue right now, just kind of looking at this team at this moment is defensively. I, you know, Luke Voigt's got a bat, DH him. Rizzo should be your first baseman. I'm very skeptical with Gio Rochelle at shortstop. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you just said, you, they, you know, you should sweep a Texas Rangers team there. I think like a 56 or 57 win team. Yeah, you know? They're a hundred lost team. They're yeah, a hundred lost, lost team. team. So you're yeah. supposed to beat up on those teams, but I, you know, historically, I shouldn't say historically, but probably the last, I don't know, maybe five to six years, this has been the Yankees MO. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat, but then when it, you know, the going gets tough, they, they find a ways to lose games, especially in the playoff time. And like you said, defense, I don't care what sport you're playing. You can score, you can average all the points you want in basketball or football, but in baseball, yeah, runs obviously win games, but defense wins championships, bar none. You have to play fundamental baseball. You have to steal runs in playoff baseball. You have to eke out every single run, whether it's small ball, stealing bases, hit and run, you know, you have to eke out runs because especially with how good some teams are with pitching and defensively, you you have to get to that level. So, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now. Obviously, it's all divisional games. This series with Boston, I mean, if you don't at the minimum take two out of these three, the series against Toronto probably may not mean well, And you got to think about where Toronto's playing. Toronto's going to be playing Minnesota. Minnesota yeah, is awful. So you, you, you have to assume that the Blue Jays are they're going to sweep them. Exactly. And you, you at have least have takes you out of three. If you could sweep Boston, I mean, you're you're in the driver's seat because right now yeah. you're ahead of, of, of Toronto. You sweep Boston. Now you're hosting that playoff game. Yeah. In theory, now you still have to take care of business against the Blue Jays and the uh, and the and the Rays. And you, yeah, you, you can't you can't get swept by the Rays because then you, you may get exactly. yourself. 
but you, the, the good thing right now, the Yankees, you, you have, you control your own destiny. Now you look at, you lose, you lose a team like the Mets, you let the Orioles get, get, get you two out of three. The Indians get you. I, I just don't understand why this team fails in that, in that type of capacity to these basically, let's call it slapdick teams. And yeah, I yes. really, you can't. And like you said, to the point of, of defense, it's one run games. Like you need to put, I love the kid, the Bronx kid, uh, Andy Velasquez. I know he hasn't been hitting that well, but at shortstop, he's making every single play. I know that for a fact. Gio's the best third baseman you have. Play him at third. Put LeMayu at second. Put Rizzo at first. DH Voight and go from there. I don't want these guys playing out of position. Because right now you really have two guys out of position in Gio and Luke Voigt, who's an inferior first baseman. No, Voigt should sw- strictly be swinging a bat. That guy shouldn't even own a first baseman. Exactly. Especially Rizzo's if- a gold glove caliber first baseman. Correct. So yeah. why are you dicking around with defensive positioning? It yeah, really, you can get the bats in the order, but you need gloves on the field too, especially come playoff time. Yeah, That's and how you win in October. And you, you say to a guy, and like, last night Glaber had a nice hit, but in, in my in my mind, I'm whoever's hot, I'm playing. Your name does not matter to me. It's whoever is hot. Feelings, put them aside. Play the guy who's hot. So yeah. we'll have to see. But I did like out of last night the bullpen pitched very well. Chad Green looked like his old his former self. Chapman had his looked like his former self. Um, I just want to make one comment though to the Yankee fans. Who are who are mad at the, at the Mets for not taking for not beating the Red Sox or at least making it competitive? What did you expect? The Mets did exactly what the Mets have been doing for the entire season. They've sucked, and to think that the as a Yankee fan you thought, oh, they're going to beat the Red Sox for it. No, and the same concept I had when the Giants were yelling at the Eagles fans. You had every opportunity as the Yankees to secure a home playoff spot. You lost to the Mets. You lost to the Orioles. You lost to the Twins. Like, I don't know, to the Indians. Yeah. Handle your own up. shit. Exactly. Don't, don't rely on other people to help you out, especially yeah. a crosstown rival. I mean, uh, yeah, they're the National League, but they're not going to do the Yankees any favors. You, you think that uh, they were in the fucking uh, clubhouse before the game? No. They're like, you know what, guys, let's do this for the let's Yankees. Let's do it for the Yankees. The fucking no. They literally, they literally played exactly how they always been playing. They literally did not do anything different. They just sucked. I mean, they got the doors blown off them in the one game. Lost 12-5. Uh, you lost six three. I mean, I mean, what would you expect? So enough, enough. Uh, you, you're whining on Twitter. You look dumb. Um, but like we like we said before, you got to take two out of three. You got to just focus on this series. Don't scoreboard watch. You don't have to because you you no. do control your own destiny. So that's good. But um, listen, and Aaron Judge, well, low and last Yankee point. Aaron Judge is oh, this is fun battling for a pennant. Hello, it was, listen. When they didn't make it on the last year, the old stadium, it was semi acceptable. They weren't very good. Yeah, hey, my man, when you don't make the playoffs, when you're expected to win the World Series, it's not good. It's not fun. This is not People fun. People lose their jobs. People lose their jobs. And Aaron Boone's ever on the hot seat. Louis Ross is definitely – he's already on unemployment. Um, and Aaron Boone's very close. If, if George were alive – I said this earlier many times – they're all fired already. Yeah. So that's neither here nor there. Um, good luck to the Yankees. Hopefully my, my baseball season isn't over at the same time my football season's over. Um. Real quick here, we're going to go jump to Rutgers because Rutgers starts off hot 3-0 and with wins against where well, they open up. They, they beat they blew Temple, the doors off Temple, Syracuse. They Syracuse, and then they just beat up on Delaware, FCS program, but a good FCS program. Yeah, no, and those are, that's a big recruiting win because Syracuse sometimes try to take some Jersey kids, and so, do, and so does Delaware and Temple, of course. Those are three big recruiting wins, I think. Yeah, uh, you know, first time they're 3-0, and I think, since 2012, yep. uh, which I believe was Kyle Flood's first or second year in the regime. basically still Shiano's team yeah it was it was still Greg's team uh I think they may have actually won a share of what was I don't know if that was the last yeah. year of the Big East or if that was, no, the, was first the, year of the American first year of Ameri- I think, yeah, I think American. they won a share of that title I think that was a Gary Nova led team 
Yep. Um, for Gary Nova. But exciting for Jersey football, you know, exciting for recruits to see, you know, their home program have a shot, you know, going to the big house with a chance to uh, knock off a top 20 team a road victory. That's big. Uh, and it's just kind of exciting to have, you know, root for your local college. Relevant big football. Prime relevant yeah. relevant not, big Not a prime time game, but it's nationally broadcast. ABC, uh, 3.30 kickoff. Uh, I don't know who's calling it. I don't think it's Kirk. I think he's the prime time game. He's, def- he's a night game. Yeah. So I don't know who it's going to uh, be. Yeah, you, you got it. Listen, this is a huge step. And I mean, I don't think many people expect them to beat Michigan, if anybody. No, but if you hang with them, that's you, well, that's all you got to do is hang with them. And because you got the Ohio State, you're, you're this is the buzzsaw Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. Um, now you're being tested. Those are three ranked teams. And, you know, these aren't FCS, these are now real, real schools. Yeah, and if you if, want to compete in the Big Ten, those are the schools you got to beat. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, Shiano is definitely changing the culture. As you saw, there, the stadium was packed yep. um, for, for the home games. But um, what, what did I hear a corner, one of their corners got suspended for a paintball gun incident. Yeah, Bo Melton's brother. Max uh, Melton. Max. Max Melton. The, yeah, he's the starting corner. I believe he's a redshirt freshman. He had a pick six in the first game. And I think he had a pick in the Syracuse game. Or, no, maybe yeah, against Delaware. Uh, He's got two picks in the year, but he's a starter. Yeah, and he's out. it's just like, come on. And yeah, so it's like, come on, dude. Grow no, up. It, and you're playing. I mean, I, I Vetro's not playing bad this year. He's what 71 completion for 70 percent completion percentage. Yeah, I, I, they don't take really many shots down. No, they field. don't. They're, they're very protective. Yeah, they're kind of like a fast break offense where a lot of you know screens, throwouts, you know, no huddle. A lot you're of telling Vetro, don't lose us the game. Yeah, you just want him to manage the game, be smart with the football. Don't try to force anything. You know, he's more of an athlete than he is quarterback, Correct. in my opinion. Um, you know, like I said, you don't want to turn the football over because Michigan's going to run the ball a lot. That's the strong suit of their game right now. Um, they're going to try to control the clock. So Rutgers needs to make the most of their possessions. You got to play it tight. Michigan's secondary is not that great. It's better than last year where Rutgers had success throwing the ball. I think they'll try to do similar stuff, but like anything, you need a balanced attack and you, you know, they, they want to go up tempo, but I think this is a game where maybe uh, you go uh, yellow light instead of uh, green light. <laughs> you go a little bit slower, control the ball. Yeah. It may, you know, if you play it right, it may come down to uh, last possession wins. No, you're Yeah. I mean, just stay in the game. A bit, a blown off. Exactly. That's all I can really ask for. I know there's other people on this show that would uh, that would be laughing right now. Because, oh, uh, uh, he, yeah, well, he's, yeah. He, he's going to be crying when James Franklin leaves to go to USC, and then they lose all their recruits to Rutgers. It's very, it's very possible. It's very possible. Yeah. It's a shame he's not here to rebut that. He was dying mm-hmm. to get on. I feel bad for him. Um, but yeah, hey, go Rutgers! Um, we're going to be there uh, for the Ohio State game in two weeks. Yep, we're looking forward to it. Um, all right, let's real quick let's uh, shift our attention to tonight's game. You got Carolina's at Houston. You got Carolina minus seven and a half. Sam Darnold coming in. He's playing probably the best football of his career, it, albeit a short career. To me, his career is just restart. He's just starting because I don't count what happened with the Jets. He was in um, purgatory. Yeah, and 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 on the on the flip side, you have a Houston team that is completely in like turmoil coming into the season. Uh, and I said this on the last show. It, with Tyrod Taylor going down, and I, I feel so bad for this guy because this guy yes. literally has done everything anybody's ever asked him to do is a, is a pro's pro, and 
He just can't catch a break. Nah, I can't. He, wherever the, he goes, punctured lung. Now that uh, the hammy. I now mean, it's a hammy. Yeah, he got. He, he's in Buffalo, so he's in Baltimore. Waits his time. Go goes to Buffalo. It was, it was him, a Pro Bowl player in Buffalo. In Buffalo, takes him to the first playoff versus probably Jim Kelly. Yeah. Um, goes to was it Cleveland? Yeah, it goes to Cleveland. Goes and gets hurt. Baker was going to eventually take over anyway, but okay, fine. And then he goes to the Chargers, where he think he's going to get his shot. Gets stabbed in the lung. And now doctor. he goes <laughs> by, yeah, by a doctor. By, yeah, by a doctor. And you know the way he handled it, like, he really could have done such so much and at mother fucked everybody, but he just handled it like a pro, like it happens. He wasn't yeah, mad. No, he, he's a stud. He's, he's a great guy. Somebody you and now you're there in, in Houston where you have an opportunity to play, and boom. I would tell Deshaun Watts just to get the hell out. I don't want to physically see his presence there. If, I, if I'm David Cully, because we don't have a quarterback right now, and you're clearly a quarterback that can help us. But since your head is so far up your own ass, for reasons you have personal reasons about this franchise, but, I mean, how can you let those guys in the locker room and see? I would want him away, just not even there, because he's there. Yeah. He no, still goes to stuff. I don't want him even in the in the organization. Just stay, stay home is what I, I think you're just a distraction. So, um, you have a rookie quarterback, David Mills. Davis Mills. Davis. Gee, I don't even know his name. How do you like that? Um, he actually you, had a good scout grade coming out of Stanford, uh, pro-style quarterback. Smart kid. Yes, smart kid. Uh, I think they they drafted him because I think they knew that Deshaun was going to be shown the door eventually, especially with all this allegations. It seemed like every day it gets worse and worse. Every time there's rumors of him going somewhere, doing something, somebody else comes out. So, they're just waiting. Yeah. There's somebody waiting so. right they, they knew what they were doing. I like Davis Mills. I mean, I'm not expecting him to come in and light the, light the uh, world on fire. There's not many weapons on that Texans offense. No. But uh, I like him. I think, you know, he's going to be eventually a, a solid pro-style quarterback. You know, today's our first uh, our first night where we get to see what the kids got. Yeah, I national like television. Stanford. Yeah, national television here. Um, I love that Houston won, you know, won their opening game against Jackson. I think that was huge. It's sometimes it's those weird teams where you don't expect anything. It's almost like you forget about them. And I think other teams do as well. I think the Jaguars definitely did. Oh, they, I mean, the Jaguars suck. And Urban Myers is, you know, I think he's knows. in way over his head. He is, but I, not to get off topic, if he were to bail on this, I don't think he should get a coaching job ever again. No, it just I, seems I, like when the going, it's, yeah, he can't. No, jump if he were to bail season. after this season and go to like USC or something, to me, as somebody hiring him as a coach, I'm like to myself, shit. Even on USC, well, what if what if Alabama opens up? Yes. Would he would he go? You know, you don't know that. I'm trying to invest in the future here. Um, but getting back on on the Texans here tonight, I I like this. I I, I feel like these guys on this team want to play, and and you you fought you fought hard against Cleveland. Yeah, you were right there, and now you're coming into tonight. You know, I think you should handle business tonight. I mean, I, I mean, I'm Panthers, sorry. I, I think I, I'm sorry. I think the Panthers should handle business tonight, but I yeah, think it should I, be a close game. I think I think it is a close game. I I think the Panthers could cover the seven and a half. I like the under more in the game. I think the under is at 40 something. 43 and a half right now. Yeah, 43 and a half. I like the under there. Um, I because I, I don't think obviously the Texans are going to put up a lot of points, especially with a rookie quarterback. I could see this being like a 24-21 game or like a 24-17, something well, like that. Well, you got to look at the way the Panthers are. I mean, the, the, the ball goes through Christian McCaffrey, so it's going to be on the ground a lot, or it's going to be a lot of swing passes. It's not going to be a lot yeah, of downfield throws. And, you know, Donald's completion percentage is pretty good because they're shorter throws, and when they take their shots, they're Yeah, they're they'll great. take their shots to Robbie Anderson. I like yep. DJ Moore a lot. Uh, yep. I think he's a tough receiver. 
you know, can run all the routes. Robbie Anderson can fucking run with anybody or run past anybody is a better way of putting it. And Darnold's playing good football. He's playing smart football. He's, he he's, is. has a better offensive line. He's got a run game. You have Joe Brady. Yeah, he is he's Joe Brady. You do not, and that googly eyes over there. Yeah. <laughs> he's a joke. I mean, it, listen, if, if, if Darnold is a, is a good quarterback from now on, Adam Gase should even coach on a Pop Warner level. Yeah. That's how bad this is. Yes, that's two for two quarterbacks that left and that actually played well. Um, what are you feeling for tonight here? You taking you taking the, the Texans plus seven and a half? Or are you anticipating a close game? Uh I, I don't know. I that seven and a half, I just uh, I still, I don't I don't like the hook. Yeah. You know, I don't know if the Panthers are really that good. I know they're two and oh, but uh, I don't know. I may tease it. I would maybe do like a same game parlay and tease the uh, tease the spread down to maybe three and a half. Do maybe do like a four point teaser and then also tease the under up four points. So they both got a hit, but I think it'd be a better payout and I would feel better in my heart of hearts doing that. What I like tonight gambling wise in that list and don't take any gambling advice from us. Tommy, no, no, don't like do that. Time losers. Um, but I will say this. The young, the, the rookie quarterback for the Texas, Mr. Mills over there, he when he was in, almost more than fifty percent of his targets were to Brandon Cooks. So I took the Cooks over tonight, and I took the, believe it or not, the Donald over passing. I think it was two fifty eight. I think so, that's reasonable. I think it, it is reasonable for Sam. I mean, I, hey, that that could be a Christian McCaffrey seventy five yard screen. That, why not? Exactly. Yeah. Right yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, you know what? I think Carolina does 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 beat them by. I, I think they cover. Uh, I would take Carolina minus seven and a half. Put a gun to my head. Um, but we'll see. We'll see tonight. We're hopefully hopefully it's a good one. I do. I am Thursday night football is growing on me. I do like going out for it. Yeah, I like I Thursday night games. It. Breaks the week up nice. It does. So all right, let's go shift to your team. You know your team here, the Philadelphia Eagles. You started off hot in Atlanta. Um, you blew the doors off of them. And then you kind of came back down there. But as I saw watching the highlights, I mean, you guys had every opportunity to win last week. Um, this week, you got Dallas on Monday night. Um, we're probably going to preview this more Monday as well. But what are your thoughts here going into yeah. week three here, Jalen Hurts, et cetera? You know, it's funny. Like, in football, the better team doesn't always win. And I, I feel like this week leading into Eagles-Cowboys, uh, it was a perfect example of that. I thought, you know, obviously I'm going to sound like a homer here. We outplayed the Niners. We we played better on offense. We had we won the turnover battle. We had more yards on offense. We averaged more yards per play. I think we won the time of possession, but we lost the game. Uh, you know, Sirianni got a little cute on the in the red zone. You know, first and goal from the two, I believe. And he runs you don't the get Philly points. special part two. Yeah, he tries to run the Philly special. You know, to get the crowd, and it's like no, dude. Yeah. I, I, my theory is you run the ball four times from the one yard line. If you don't get in, then you don't deserve to win. There you go. You, know, you mean, have the Colts, a quarterback. The Colts did that, and, and, and Carson Wentz broke, broke both his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you have a quarterback in Jalen Hurts that can squat more than most guys, most friggin' defensive linemen. I think he squats like 625. That's yeah. ridiculous. So he, you get him behind an all pro center in Jason Kelsey, and you just turn your feet. You're going to get in. They did it later in the game, and they scored. So. <laughs> Why yeah. not do it? Every Why not time? do it again? Yeah. No. No, and I, I, my point I was making to the last couple of weeks, last two weeks was look, look at the way things shifted. Right, Atlanta died against you guys week one. They come back and they and they give Tampa Bay all they can have. Now, albeit they lost by two scores, but that was a game until maybe mid fourth quarter. Yeah. You guys 
handled business, you blew the doors off them, you're coming again in San Francisco, and the opportunities you were executing the week before, you did it and you lost the game. So that's why I tell people, everybody got to calm down. We don't really know what these teams are until about week four. Yeah. Um, and Dallas, too. I mean, Dallas. Dallas should have lost that game. I mean, exactly. I think the refs had some money on that game. I mean, there were some t- very questionable calls late in that game to keep Dallas in it. And then McCarthy and then, makes the kick a thousand times harder with the clock. Yeah, you have to make a 56-yard field goal when it should have been a mid-40, you know, if you yeah. know how to manage the clock. And Justin tried to tell me that, oh, the clock, apparently the jumbotron went up. He couldn't see the time. Like, no, 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 like you're in a $1.5 billion stadium. Okay, turn to the right and look at the other clock, you there's a clock, only the, one clock the on official the field. is on the sideline, too. Yeah. So I think he mismanaged that whole part of the game. But yo, you know what you gotta watch out for? It's not Zeke, it's Tony Pollard now. Yeah, he's Pollard. the guy, I mean, he's playing better than Zeke. Listen, running backs have short shelf lives. That's why you should I, I sound like an asshole. You should never pay, or I don't think you should ever draft or pay a running back in the first round or give him like, you know, first round money because it sounds fucked up, but these guys get beat up and their shelf, their shelf life is very short. If you yeah. have a good offensive line, me and you could rush for a thousand yards behind an offensive line. You're going to create space and move linemen and create openings. Any guy that plays right. division one, any running back that plays division one football can stick on the ground. He and, gonna and find, find the hole. Exactly. Yep. yep. No. Yeah. You're right. Um, so, I, I'm not a fan of wasting high draft picks at the running back position. Or paying him. I mean, ask the Jets how that worked out with Lev Bell. Ask the Rams how that worked out with Tom. Oh, we're going to be on the chopping block, too. Another person that – another time, Ryan would definitely have choice words for me right now. But, yeah, we're going to have a decision with Saquon. Yeah, and he's coming off an ACL injury. There's a, there's a, I, don't want to, I don't even want to think about it. But I'm looking here. I mean, Hurts is playing is playing well enough to, you know, to, I think to be the Second highest football, according to Pro Football Focus. Second highest what? Second, uh, excuse me, second highest uh, quarterback rated quarterback. QB rating? Quarterback, yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, he's got a 106. Listen, he's not turning the ball over. He's making plays with his legs. I, yeah. you know, I'd like to see him complete better passes. And that'll, you know, and that'll come. He's been throwing the deep ball nice this year. We got a little unlucky with the heel going out on the Jalen Rager touchdown. But, uh, you know, he completes a 91-yard bomb to Quez Watkins. Listen, I don't. I wasn't expecting the team to be in the playoffs. I know when we did our NFC East preview, of course, I said I am because I'm not going to say, you know, I want my team to finish in last. You know, I think they're going to be in – Every single game this year. I think so. I think the entire NFC is going to be in every single yeah, game. Yeah, that's what we were saying the other day. I Nobody is going to blow the doors off anybody in the NFC East. I think it's a very underrated division this year. I think there's a lot of scrappy teams. All four of them can hang with everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to beat everybody, but at least they're going to exactly. be – yeah. be, no one's getting really blown out. To a no, certain there's, extent. there's the some young before. teams that don't know how to win yet. Eagles, Redskins, and the Giants have, you know, so a lot of young guys in key positions too. They don't know how to win and grind those no, games out yet. They don't. You know, that they takes don't. time. They don't. But they're so going to be you, in it. What do you think here? What's our spread here? We got Philly plus three and a half. I think that's right on par. I think, I think it is right on par. I, I think Dallas does edge him out. I think Dallas is more of a complete team. I would take Dallas minus three and a half. Yeah, I I think I think our their offense obviously I think is better. That's pretty yeah. clear. But offensively think, they're suspect. Yeah, they, they have, they've been getting a lot of turnovers, but they've been getting a lot of turnovers in very convenient times, like in the red zone. Now you could say, yeah, that's good coaching and good scheme. I don't know about any scheme that's you know good to let teams drive the field and then you get a pick at the end of it. Yeah. Um I think our defense is better, both scheme-wise and on paper. 
but that's a very high-powered offense, so we'll, we'll see what happens. It absolutely is. So, all right, let's move on to the team that had their own home opener last week. Uh, a lot of optimism with the rookie quarterback coming in. You had two good quarters in Carolina. Now you come to MetLife in your home opener for, the, for, for Gang Green, and Zach throws four picks, not all of them on him, had a rough – Open, you know, career debut at MetLife gets booed off the field. Uh, I thought he handled a press conference well afterwards, and I deserved to. We deserved to be booed. We played like shit. Um, and, but the thing that kind of stuck out to me was it wasn't like Bill really confused him or like the one pick he threw. I think who was it over there, McCordy, or I forget that which safety picked it off. Yeah. Was literally it was like he was fielding a punt, and he was literally by himself. There was no one else in the camera view, and he literally caught it, fielded the the, the punt. And ran for a couple back. So I got to watch this kid bounce back. And this week is going to tell me a lot about what kind of character this kid has coming off a four interception game in the NFL, his first home career debut. What do you expect? And you go to Denver, Von Miller, not good. Chubb, yeah, Chubb's out, I believe. Yeah, Chubb is out. But you still got to deal with Von Miller. You still got to deal with the Vic Fangio defense, which is an aggressive attacking defense. Yep. Uh, I don't know, man. I wasn't super high on Wilson coming out of the draft. He's a stud athlete. Don't get me wrong. He is. He's got a great arm. He's not a huge, you know, physical presence, but he's a strong kid. He's got a strong arm for his stature. But I don't know, man. I just, you know, you hate to pick on these, like, college teams like BYU, but I just yeah. didn't know if the talent was there. You know, the, the week-in and week-out talent that he was facing – to be ready to be a week one NFL starter as a rookie. Right. Right. I mean, there were some, yeah, not all those picks were his fault. He was under a hey, lot of There the was rest. the one where he hit what's the name in the hands and almost in the helmet and he and it went through his hands and got intercepted. So I can't. Yeah. But there was the one he tries to, the one looked like miscommunication. I think the one that you're talking about that Devin McCourty picked off, it looked like he yeah. was trying to run a deep out and yeah. it looked like Wilson was throwing what he thought was going to be a post because that receiver was bracketed on both the outside and the safety was over the top. But the, the one that really scratched my head was the dig that he tried to force. Oh, the first one where, yeah, he literally, yeah, you, you like, couldn't even what? see the receiver. You couldn't even see his tight end. Yeah. And not only that, but it, I, I saw the, I think some like little shit bag kid or something did like commentary on it from the uh, back view. And there's, there is somebody rushing him, but there's one guy. So why not use your athleticism and make a move around this kid? Because there was nobody else within 20 yeah. yards. Instead, you try to force a dig to a receiver that's covered, and there's a safety over the top, and it gets batted three times in the air like they're playing volleyball, and yeah. then it gets picked. See, th those are those are moments, those are teachable moments for a kid. I mean, he'll he'll go in the film, he'll see that, but I guarantee you, he's gonna make that same mistake again pretty soon. Yeah, and it, and it's, you got to really just and, and well, like I always say, I want to see a rookie quarterback make that progression. I don't care about not really too many of the touchdowns, interceptions. Are we not getting fooled twice anymore? Are we now making it to our second read? Are we now knowing where to go with the football? And and yeah. that's how I, that's all I want to see this year out of this kid. Because I think he can eventually, but I think it's too soon. What ideal world, he sit he would sit for a year, a Trey Land situation. That's what he needs. He doesn't yeah. need this in New York of all places, considering the track history we have of destroying quarterbacks. Yeah, you, you, what I like to see at a rookie quarterbacks, yeah, you're obviously going to make mistakes. I don't want to see you compound those mistakes by making things worse, trying to play hero ball. Yeah, yep. you may be able to play hero ball at BYU when you're playing Utah State and Coastal Carolina. Right. Not when you're playing the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, who may be the best defensive coach 
in the NFL. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. So he's going to figure out – because this week, listen, I think Denver's defense pound for pound is better. I think that the Denver might be – maybe Belichick might have schemed a little bit better overall just because of his track, yeah, his track yeah. record. But it's not like this defense is any worse than what than the Patriots was coming in. If anything, that might be no. you know, yeah. right there. So – I agree. I think they have more talent. I think Belichick maybe schemed him up better. But Vic Fangio ain't no fucking Fangio stuff. knows his shit, too. And, yeah. and that defense was giving us a lot of problems. And then from the Giants' perspective, then we go to Washington and put up 29 points. So, you know, this Denver, this team is good. And if Bridgewater plays like Teddy has been playing, they're a wild card team in my mind. I, granted, like I said, I will not judge a team until week four at least. But – you got all the right things. You're doing all the right things right now. You're checking off all the boxes right now. Of, you're not being the Chiefs. But you definitely, I think you would be right there with the Raiders, who are 2-0, and and why not? Yeah. You know? So they're 10.5-point favorites, the Denver Broncos. I I think they cover with ease. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I don't think, I think, especially at mile high. Yeah, in Denver, that's I think it's a loud stadium. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. I would hammer that. <laughs> hammer the 10.5. And, and then over-under is 41.5. I don't know. That, that actually that may be like a 24 or 7 I'm afraid 21. I'm also afraid it could be like a 31 type thing 31 10 type game where if you're getting turnovers yeah deep in the zone yeah so I would probably I don't know but I definitely I'm very confident in 10 and a half but what do you got once again do not take gambling advice from this pathetic show that very few no. people may listen to um all right we're gonna move on to my team here all right Owen two. Not looking too good. I mean, definitely some improvements here, but I, I mean, you're coming into you're playing an Atlanta team that really is kind of, I think, lost. I think you're up, down. So I really don't know what to make of this team. You, you got completely undressed against the Eagles. You, you played Tampa Bay tough, but you still ended up losing by two scores. I just don't see how this is a good football team. I just don't see how the Giants, the way they played last week, I don't see how they lose to this team, especially on Eli Manning. That's, what I, that's my thoughts right there. So what do you think, Nick? Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I'm sure Atlanta's probably thinking the same thing. Yeah, two own two teams. Yeah, somebody's got to win, right? Well, somebody I mean, just take a tie, but somebody, somebody's not going own seventeen. Yeah, well, the, the Giants, you guys are definitely a better team on paper. Uh, I think you're right. I think Atlanta's trying to figure out their identity with new coach Art Smith. You know, I think he is not really coaching what he normally likes to do when he was at Tennessee they like to establish the run they did that on the first series against the Eagles and then when the Eagles started to load the box a little bit and kind of slow the run he didn't really have an answer which is mind-boggling because you have Matt Ryan and then you yeah. draft the Kyle Pitts so now you have, you have the Matt weapon. Ryan you have, yeah you have Kyle Pitts who is basically a wide receiver in a tight end's body he can mm -hmm. run with anybody he can go up for any ball mm -hmm. you know no no safety can cover him and you have Calvin Ridley who's a top 10 receiver I think and, you know, you got a couple other role guys. You got Mike Davis, who was a load as a running back. Uh, yeah. You know, there's players on that offense. I just – it seemed like they, they were in a rhythm. They got three on their first series, and then they were like, fuck, now what? Yeah. And they found themselves – you know, they got in a rhythm against Tampa Bay. They obviously had to force throws because they were getting down. Mm -hmm. Um I think you guys have a similar defense to Tampa Bay, maybe not as good, but well, right now, Nick, said, I'm gonna stop you right there. This defense is dog shit right now. You let Tam you know, Denver come in and, and dominate. Keller Heineke looked like goddamn uh, Doug Flutie, 
Dan Marino and Pat Monk all in one. I mean, he was literally just doing whatever he wanted to do. Now he threw the pick late and he was going to make that mistake. I was just curious of when that was going to happen. But even going back to week one, guys are not only wide open, they're wide the fuck open. Like your Bradbury's of the world. I don't know what we're doing. Adoree Jackson is a complete liability at corner. They're not getting all that money getting right. We didn't spend that much on him, but we spent some money on him. But the problem is we're not getting when we are rushing the quarterback, when we do blitz, we're not getting home. And when we do get to him and get a hand on him, we're not bringing him down. And then he's extending plays. You had two quarterbacks in Bridgewater and Heineken lights. He was extending the plays. And well, I mean, you won't have to worry about that this week with Maddie. Oh Ice. no, Maddie Ice is definitely a statue in there. But and also, and then people, everybody's talking about. Oh, Kenny Galladay was yelling at Daniel Jones. No, he wasn't yelling at Daniel Jones. He was actually yelling at Jason Garrett. Who hasn't yelled at Jason Garrett? Yeah. So let's understand that. And I understand his frustration. It's still a bad look, though. Not a good look whatsoever. Yeah, you don't want your your you know prized free agent screaming at your. But in his defense, here. now week one he had three targets. Week two he had eight targets and three catches. He dropped one right to him. Sir, sir, you missed all of preseason camp. What do you think was going to happen? You got it. The Danny, look who he's throwing to. He's throwing to Sterling Shepard. Shepard has the highest third down yards in the league right now. He's throwing to Darius Slayton. Caden Smith. What is the common denominator here? He knows them. And guess who's coming back this week? Evan Ingram. He likes Evan. Although Evan Ingram sucks, he likes Evan Ingram. And he does make our offense more dynamic. So I have to see how Jason Garrett is going to force Kenny the ball. Last week, when you had the ball in the red zone, how come we didn't get a jump ball? I mean, you don't need any type of uh, of repertoire here, of rapport to jump, throw a jump ball. It's a jump ball. Give me a 50-50 ball to our tall guy who we paid a lot of money to. That's all yeah. I'm asking. And I think you guys are going to be running not maybe not a crazy amount, but I think you guys are going to run a decent amount of 12 personnel this week with Rudolph mm-hmm. and Ingram. So mm-hmm. then who, who are your two receivers on the field? Are you going to keep Slayton and No, Shepherd it's going to be Galladay and Shepard. It's going to be – it has to be Galladay and Shepard. But I think you're also going to see – you saw Shepard's great success is from the slot. He's making all these catches from the slot. And I think if you put him outside again, I think you take away his best asset. is when he can line up in the slot and he puts that linebacker or safety in a bind because he knows he's, he can go three ways. Yeah. And he's very it's, good at that. He's a safety blanket. A lot of teams are starting to do that. Put your best receiver in the slot. Because mm-hmm. you can scheme – it's easier to scheme someone over from the slot than from the outside. And it's the also not every receiver. Yeah, it's also not every receiver, though. You got to make sure the guy's got to be fast. The guy got to be – Oh, yeah, they got to be shifty. Yeah. They have, they have to be crisp route running. Yeah, absolutely. You can't put a yeah. big Maluk in there and no, just you expect can't. him to derp down the field. No, you can't. So, like, a Kyle Pitts and Evan Ingram, those guys create matchup nightmares because what are you putting on them? Are you putting a linebacker? Are you putting yeah. safety? They're in-betweeners. Um, so, I want to see – I want to see the coverage tighten up. I want to see us get home to the quarterback. I want to see Saquon get going, and I think we need to understand that Saquon is not going to be himself this year, but he's also – you saw a burst, but I feel like every time he has the ball, he's trying to bust it. I want to see him one time. I know you're that type of guy. Let's put our head down and go get me my three yards. Go get me my three – make the pile go forward. Don't dance and then lose the yard, or don't dance and get one yard. So that's what I want to see. I thought the offensive line, even though Nick Gage got knocked out in the first in the, in the, in early in the game, broke his leg, smiled, and it was actually walking today. That guy's pretty a, nasty. That guy's a savage, um, and a, and he got and he was a and he's a captain. Um, I, I thought the offensive line played really well. I thought they really kept that that Washington defensive line was supposed to be all world. They didn't touch Danny. They I think they sacked them once. So and I think that might have even been a covered sack. So coming into this game, there's no reason why this team does not replicate those numbers from last week, and I think there's no reason why this defense does not improve from last week because this offense, 
is not as good. I think not as weapons wise. I mean, Terry McLaurin's a hell of a wide receiver. Yeah, scary Terry. And he's not on it. I don't think anybody on Atlanta's depth chart comes close to him. Ridley's up there, but they're different. They're, they're different. Yeah, they're different. McLaurin is a explosive guy. Ridley's yeah. more of like a polished route runner. Um, if you want to win some money, take the Kyle Pitts over because what's that receiving yards? Whatever it is, you take it because tight ends destroy the Giants. Getting back to Jason Witten as a rookie, yeah, in two thousand five. Um, so we got. Oh, wait, let me go. Let me go to my game here. Where are we at here? Where are we at? Where are we at? I think it's three and a half. The Giants are are giving. I, I think it's very generous. I think the spread is very generous here. Let me see. Where is yeah, that? it's uh, three. Minus, Giants minus three. I like that without the hook. I do, yeah. I, I like the minus three. Um, if my bets hit tonight, I'm definitely putting money on the Shepherd over receptions because Danny loves him. He absolutely loves him. So I'm, I'm taking the Giants minus three. Uh, Nick, any games really stick out to you coming into this week? Uh, you want me to go first? You go first. I got to look back. All right. Um, the game that really sticks out to me here is New Orleans at New England. So you got New Orleans who played really well week one. You beat the crap out of the Packers, and then you lay it, lay it against the Panthers. You look at the Patriots here have had it two steady weeks. You lost to Miami. You beat the Jets. You know, I think you're going to see Belichick really come out here defensively. I think try to confuse uh, Jameis Winston here. And we're going to see if famous Jameis really has changed. And he's, he's playing a lot better this year. Um, I do – listen, I will say I, I do like New England minus three. I, I'm not going to lie. And it, it, it's going to be curious because I think New Orleans is this team that's teetering where if we win this game, you start off two and one, get to three and one, we're going to get on a roll. But I think if this team starts out slow, I think they're in trouble. So that, that's my game to watch is the Patriots and the Saints. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the 4 o'clock games right now. I like Packers getting three. I know they're on the road, but I feel like that team is too good, and I think you saw what they were capable of. Yeah. I mean, well, when night. Yeah, it's a Sunday night game. I don't know, something about the Niners. They have a great defense, don't get me wrong. But I think that the 41 points they got on uh, MCDC and the Lions in week one, uh, you know, I think a lot of that was behind the running game. Trey Sermon's out. Uh, Sermon's no, excuse me. Uh, Mostert's no, out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think Sermon is hurt too. Yeah, he got pretty fucked up in the Eagles game. They yeah. blasted him. I don't know. I, I – Yo, I don't I see Jimmy we, G. I don't see Jimmy G. Turn the ball over the way Goff did, and you know the Detroit had a couple it, turnovers that led to that. They're gonna try to control the ball much better, but I don't know. I just something about Aaron Rodgers' prime time on the road. Rodgers, California kid, going back home maybe for the last time to the team that snubbed them. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's still he's still personal about that. I I agree. I I like that. I think Rodgers goes in there, and lights it up. He's playing. Yeah. He played out of his mind Monday night. I also like a Seahawks bounce back against the Vikings. Seahawks given one and a half on the road to the Vikings. I think head to head to toe, Seahawks are a better team. I can, think can, you're you're better than two points to the Vikings. the Vikings. Can the Vikings fucking get a kicker ever? 
<laughs> like Mike Zimmer probably wants to and you're, murder. You're in a dome. You're yeah, just going to win. Oh, my God. Like, I think Mike Zimmer wants to murder any kid. You're in a fucking just, dome. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. Perfect conditions happens. every time. Um, Real quick, Tampa Bay at Los Angeles. Tampa Bay minus I was just one looking at that. That's got to be a game we got to talk about. Tampa. I think this is a game that you – Tampa Bay's not going undefeated. This is definitely a game that they very well could lose. There's always one game where, like, Brady looks bad, and they're like, oh, is this – that's father time. Finally caught up to him. So this may be the game where he looks bad, but then he bounces back. So maybe you get him this week in a down week. You know, it's a 425 game. Sometimes he gets – he gets lost in the shuffle uh, of the he threw over know, five touchdowns last week. He is he is feeling it right now. Yeah, I know, but the Rams are a much better team. You got to deal with Aaron Donald barreling down your throat. Well, Gronk doesn't watch any film. We found out Monday night. No, and he just asked Tom. He knows that everything Rams, anyway. Rams defense is much better than anything they've faced this year so far. Yeah, and that no, that's offense, definitely the best defense. And the Bucks defense has is not been what everyone. Was not nowhere talk, close to yeah, what it was last not year. Not even close no, to what Dak, it was Dak last carved year. them up week one, and Matt yeah. Ryan was doing the same thing. So, yeah, this they, they got to figure it out. Defense got to figure it out. Yeah. I, I don't know if you want to get into a shootout with the Rams. because no, I think the, that, Stafford will shoot them. Yeah, and Antonio Brown may not be able to play this week. because I don't think, yeah, I think he's in COVID protocol. I don't so, think he's vaccinated. I don't I'm think not so sure either. if he is. I think he's in, not he's, a vaxxer. He's a wacko. Got him on my fantasy team, but hey, he's a wacko. Great. He won a super, he's a wacko with a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Um. Last one for you. Do you – the Raiders always start off hot. Do you think this Raiders team is any different than where they've been the last three years? I think they're different. Not, not, knock on wood if you're with me, man. Knock on wood not, I love me. this country, man. Uh, I like the Raiders. I always liked Carr. I thought uh, everyone was always giving him a shit end of the stick. I mean, everyone forgets they were 13-3, and three and he broke his leg in the last fucking week of the season. They were going to be the number – I think they were the number one seed or they lost the number is that one what, seed because of that. No, that was with um, – fuck, I don't know who that was with, actually. That was pre- pre-Gruden, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was they pre-Gruden. were the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, they were the Oakland Raiders. That, I don't think that was a huge accident team. No, it's impossible. That guy yeah, can't coach know. you out of paper bag. I'm, I'm going to have to look it up now. Look it up, look but. it up, look it up. No, yeah, that's definitely – I love Oakland. I, I mean, Las Vegas, I love – I'm a big Gruden guy. I, I think Derek Carr – has always they're always looking for another quarterback. You got your quarterback. He's leading the league in passing right now, albeit week three, going into week three. But he's playing well. He's making the throws when they count. And look at the Baltimore game, the ups and downs from that game, the fact that they came back and won that game is, is amazing. So, but once again, at some point, and you have the IRS looking into them too. So that's they have that they have that going on as well. Yeah. <laughs> then you have then you got a. Mark Davis over there building a $5 million, $5 million, $10 million mansion while he's getting audited. That's balls. Um, real last one for you. Do you think – what do you think of the Monday night broadcast with Eli and Payton as an Eagles? I love it. I love it. I love it. I was texting the other guys in the uh, – it was Jack Del Rio was the head coach. Jack Del Rio, yeah. I like, I just, I love yeah they were they were 12-2. and two. He got hurt in week 16. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He threw 28 touchdowns and only six picks that year. No, he's a good quarterback. This guy can definitely – he's definitely a franchise quarterback. That should not be question. But, yeah, I love the Eli and Payton broadcast. Now, some – like, Patrick Willis came on, and he was not very good. But, you know, you got to bring guys like Ray Lewis came on. He was good. Russell Even Wilson, when, they, when they had Charles Barkley on, just guys that they can have banter he's with. shooting the shit with. I mean, yeah. Brett Favre was trying to figure out his Wi-Fi for the first half. What do you want? 
yeah. than watching a game. They McAfee was great. Yeah. yeah. Was great. Oh, yeah. It was they, great. They, they have good – obviously, they're brothers. They know each other better than anybody. And they know the game so well. And they do a good job of – I don't want to say dumbing it down, but they talk in – layman's terms they're able to get their point across all the schemes and the complex yep. things when they were talking about all the check with me's at the line yeah you know we understand that because we played you know football in high school and in college but the average joe has no clue has no clue but then he hears the terminology and then peyton draws it up and shows what it means and the check with me's and he explains what the box is and yeah not, you know obviously somebody that's going to watch it's not going to be like oh i could go you know coach football now but they can understand a little bit more. Maybe they can chime in a little bit more when the conversation's going on at a party or something yeah. like that. No, yeah, it's also they watch now. They watching him. They know how they're looking at him. That's a yeah. huge part. They actually, I think they they out they had more viewers by about eight hundred thousand or something like that. Than and, the regular broadcast. Than the regular broadcast. Yeah, it's not that's not good. Uh, if I if I'm if I'm greasy in the gang, I am a little. A little pissed off, but, but now they're they're not doing it on ESPN two the whole season, right? Isn't no, it they the, are. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was only the first couple of weeks, and then it was going to be like an ESPN plus thing. Oh, is it? I didn't. I didn't hear that. I don't know. Maybe it, even if it is, I can still have. But no one watches ESPN plus. That's the thing. You have to subscribe. They're trying to. Well, if you can get a, you got to subscribe to Disney plus. You yeah, but you got to pay. Is the point? They want you to pay. Well, Nick, I appreciate you coming on and filling in for the boys. Thanks for having um, me. You know you're always welcome on this show. Right? I've been talking to myself for a half hour or so. <laughs> hey, you hate to see it, man. If you're still listening, God bless you.